Hello, welcome back to a new episode of the Burning Eye podcast. I'm your host, Bridget Hart. I'm also the editor of Burning Eye Books. Today, we're going to be joined by Abdallah Adekola, um, talking about his new debut collection, Negrescence, which came out with us in September. The word Negrescence means to develop a racial identity, which Adekola unpicks through language that tugs and pulls through his own blackness, searching for ways to heal in an increasingly fractured world. Adekola is a writer and performer based in Leeds, UK. He was selected for the New Creatives North Talent Development Programme by the Arts Council England and BBC Arts. A proud black and British and working class artist, he believes you should tell your story or risk being ignored or misrepresented. Adekola is interested in decoloniality, creative well-being, social justice, mental health, recovery and healthy masculinities. He is he tries to be playful, curious and kind. Ade Kola is a board member for the David Oluwali Memorial Association. Hello, hello. I'm here with Abdullah. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm uh, doing well, Bridget. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm all right. I'm okay. I'm um, sort of a bit tired today, I think. Yeah. Yeah, it's been um, weird weather again. I always like yeah. to talk about the weather at the beginning. And I feel like next time I might come up with some like interesting trivia to say instead. Um, but you, where are you? You're Leeds based, aren't you? Yes. Uh, yeah, it was good weather yesterday. I was able to get to the park after work and exercise. And I'm a bit, uh, I think I'm, even though yeah, exercise is funny when it can be energising and refreshing, but today I actually feel um, quite tired. I've had, a, uh, I felt tired all day, but that's maybe it's just because it's, um, it was Monday and, you know, like the mental of, work and then also the uh, the energize the energy takes to exercise you know to exercise so uh, but it was I mean I'd, I'd still have done it I'm glad to be I got out in the in a park and played basketball so, so yeah, yeah nice that was good yeah and uh, and this time this time of you know the sunsets at this time of like the year and this uh, like this time of the day it's really they're really beautiful so yeah it's a nice time yeah I agree yeah this time of year always does have the best sunsets so I was fine they're quite long and they drag out Nice. So, um, your um, debut collection, Negrescence, mm -hmm. is out. It's done. It's here. Ta-da! Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. I feel like that from the time that we first got a first message from you to the physical copy of the book, which I'm holding right now in my hand, mm -hmm. um, has been has been a long process. I feel like it feels even longer because of sort of the pandemic and lockdown and you know moving through that process yeah well on the backdrop of everything else sort of happening all at once how has the process been for you of putting together your first ever collection yeah oh sorry I think you asked it where I'm based on Leeds yeah so you know uh, West Yorkshire um yeah. and you're Bristol uh, I think yeah, Bristol-based. Uh, yeah, Bristol, yeah, yeah, fab. Um, yeah, no, um, it's been it's been interesting. I, I think it must have been maybe 2019 when I'd first, I think, um, uh, Burning Guy had put out, you know, their, you know, every now and then they put out, you know, open calls kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, and then I sort of saw it and then contacted. And then, yeah, along the way, we realised that we were in a pandemic. And uh, and, uh, and I, think he'd, I think I'd sent in... Um, you know, an idea for a manuscript, etc., uh, and um, and so on and so forth. And I don't think I had a title at that point, or maybe I did. 
Uh, and yeah, and it just, you know, we just kept talking. And then at some point the pandemic happened and then it was like, oh, wow. Uh, then that was a kind of a change things for myself and yourselves. And then, um, but then now we're, but then now we're here. So yeah, it's been, um, it's been, it's parts of it have felt like a longer than other parts have felt like, wow, like, oh, I can't believe it's, it's here. So it's just time and how we perceive it really. Uh, but yeah, it's been, it's been a, a interesting process, you know, finding out what's strong enough to keep in. That's been, that was um, uh, um, what's not. And then also just, um, uh, yeah, having someone edit, uh, you know, having someone edit or give feedback on your work. Um, it's been so, but all, overall it's been a positive experience. So I'm glad, I'm glad that, uh, and I'm happy obviously that the book is out. Yeah, yeah, it must have been quite the experience of working with like an editor, as you say. So there's a number of people that we publish on quite early on in their careers because mm. um, putting out books is sort of like putting on a like a show, you know, when people will go to Edinburgh and do a show. So we sort of have the view that books are sort of like the, it's the same amount of work, like you're putting something into it, you know, it's um, mm. an arc of your of your of a time period for you. So. Um, in this instance, it's your first arc of work that you've put together and curated into this collection. And yeah, you mentioned about, you know, that difficult process of knowing what to keep in and yeah. what to take out, because there's always a temptation with the first book, I find, to like put everything in there. Yeah. yeah. Put everything in rather than sort of um, chiseling out where it's weaker and, and really building that debut that gives a real first impression of you as a writer as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think, um, but it wasn't, um, I think um, for me, I didn't, I always work on the, I've, I've heard of the phrase, you know, less is more. Uh, and, I've, and I've always been a fan of people who have been able to say very uh, meaningful or uh, very beautiful, meaningful and kind of complex things, in, but in very simple and succinct ways. In fact, that's like something even like that's something I'm always trying to do, even like in um, in regular speech. Of course, it's hard to do, of course. Uh, and obviously, you know, you know, people's minds work differently. Like, I've, you know, whether it's you know, not be dyslexic or it might have just, or your mind, your mind might just work in a way where it's like, okay, you've got ten different ideas, and you when you ask a question, you ask like five different questions, um, yeah. you know, to summarize it. Because I've, because um, I actually. Um, because of I was working on this, um, I've been working on this new Creatives North project, and part of that they sent me some audio recording equipment, and then I had it for a few days before to return it, and then I thought, well, let me just start like interviewing people, etc. And then um, so I've been like, uh, so yeah, it's been interesting like hearing how you sound like when you're when you're um, uh, when you're talking, etc. But um, but I, it's I like to learn, I like to try stuff out, so it's been interesting that way. But yeah, going back to the um uh, the collection, yeah, um, it's uh yeah, it's very it's very good to have a second opinion on on um on on your work. I think it's very good, especially with you know people that have experienced that, people that you know that you trust that they kind of um they get they're gonna give it the time to actually you know consider it, and then you can always you can also still like you know you can also disagree. You can be like no, actually no, I think that's that's exactly how I want it to sound. That's clear enough, etc. But oftentimes it's that it's good to have a it's good to have a second opinion on your work and then you can decide actually well no that's not that as clear as I would have liked or if that's causing confusion for one person it might cause confusion for many more people and so on and so forth so it's been um 
I like I think from my end anyway, I thought it was quite a um straightforward and easy um uh, negotiation. And I don't think there's been anything that I was like, no, like that has to be in there and uh, and or, or anything like I don't think there's been anything like that. So yeah, so I think it's been a uh, uh I, but you just have to have you just have to be picked. and also what's good is yeah, it generates it generates ideas about you know yeah, I think there were some instances where I was encouraged to add more information or like to contextualize things a bit more things like um you know visually you know how some of the poems are spaced out on the page I think those were some very good contributions in that regard um so yeah um yeah I found it quite I found it quite good yeah I suppose like as a performance artist as well like sometimes visualizing your work on the page isn't something that comes naturally through to some people as well so like yeah that idea of uh looking at a poem differently and and maybe moving it around on the page and, and seeing what the physicality of the page can can do for your work um which again is like a really valuable way of 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 doing a book in the first place I think because you do get to like feel your way around the page a bit more and and what you like and what you don't like there and the book is like very political but there's something really gentle and humbling about it as well um, in, in the way that you speak about your family and masculinity, there is um, forgiveness there. Um, but I think there's a, it's a, like a particular type of forgiveness that is um, a, a, like, I forgive you, but I'm, you know, I'm watching you. <laughs> yeah, interesting. Yeah. Um, not I, not I, like yeah. in the sense that, you know, you, yeah. you're, you're saying yeah. there is forgiveness here, but there should also be accountability yeah yeah thank you yeah um and, and was that to is that to myself was that to my family or was that to, did you wait, I think that, that there's just a couple of poems in here where you're yeah. interacting with um other people on the outside and yeah the way that you tackle those subjects is yeah. um yeah there's something very um visceral about it in the sense that there's forgiveness yeah but also your yeah you're not entirely taking it the accountability away from them yeah absolutely yeah and you know what and that's uh, yeah thank you I couldn't have really um that's the that's something that's a very good summary and really I couldn't have put it any better I think you know uh I really believe in um accountability um I think it's important uh I think we all have our we all have our problems we all have our challenges uh, we all, uh, but a lot of us also have our privileges and our areas where you know, um, so yeah, so you know, so I'm, a, I'm a man, I'm a black man, etc. I'm, I'm, I'm heterosexual, uh, da, da, da. so I you know experience, you know, um, you know, I have it in my own experiences of you know, both as anti blackness, racism, Islamophobia, etc. But there's some things that I don't experience, you know, like misogyny and so on and so forth. And then, yeah, then, then there's different dynamics as well, you know, um, you know, being uh, growing up in a essentially a single parent, you know, family, da, 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 working class, immigrant experience, different things. So uh, in all in summary, I think, you know, I realised that, I realised that, you know, we all, we've all having to live in these different structures and they all play on us in different ways. Yeah. We all have, we all have, of course, our own personal accountability and things that we're accountable for. Uh, but, you know, it's where possible and if possible, um, like it's, I just important to like kind of be kind to myself, be kind to the people who are close to me. Uh, and be and, for, and forgive it and, and forgive if possible, uh, if possible and if appropriate. Um, and also, but also just to know that, I'm, yeah. Uh, and just uh, so it's that balance. It's that balance of 
um, accountability and, um, and, and, and kindness, really. You, you, need, you need both, because if it was just all accountability, you know, I don't think any of us would kind of get out alive or get out unscathed, really. <laughs> and, but if it was all just kindness and etc., then I think, you know, abuse and systems and things like that would be a lot Yeah, that's, that's sort of what we have now, isn't it? That, that yes, you know, so. idea of kindness that isn't particularly good from the mm. government. Um, yeah. Yeah, and I think, you know, obviously the, the book is a journey of you working out what black, masculinity is for you mm. um and like you just said there as well like we are all made up of so many different identities mm. and uh we fit into lots of different boxes and sometimes mm. those boxes can sort of like crash into each other a little bit um but the way in which the narrative here is it's not just one tone there's so many different aspects of of your journey to find your identity in this book so you've got <clears throat> your home life your your family your work um the people that you like interact with and i think at the heart of all of that is someone that is really just trying to figure it all out <laughs> yeah yeah um yeah really again that's a very good summary and um, it's some um, it's, uh, it's it's a lot about masculinity, but also it's about hu humanity as well. Uh, um, so, because I think um, uh, I think I think I, I, I think I've got a line in there somewhere. They call it vanity when I affirm my humanity. Uh, um, so it's about like obviously yeah, masculinity. I've got of course I'm a man. I identify as a man, etc. I kind of got thoughts about that, but I think there's um there's some things. Um, part of masculinity is obviously you know, embracing uh you know when you not I, I do think that we're not kind of necessarily you know like uh, binaries are not always helpful in terms of man woman black white etc yeah. i think i think a lot of you know it's important to embrace quote-unquote feminine aspects of ourselves and and the masculine aspects of ourselves and and, and, and and so on and so forth um so yeah but yeah a lot of masculinity and i just think um i i just think a lot of the things that we grew up with you know, I you, the word I didn't hear about racism until I was you know well into my twenties. I didn't hear about cap, like even the word capitalism in, in school. I don't think it was ever mentioned. Um, let you know patriarchy. I had you know it was yeah. maybe online was somewhere. Like, yeah, I was like twenty five when I found out what feminism was. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> You're that, like, what? Exactly, patriarchy, etc. So so many things that are so colonialism, etc. So many things that are so fundamental have affected our lives and affected our lives and affected the world. It's like, yeah, we've just been so miseducated about them. So, yeah, patriarchy, et cetera. Like, once it's obvious that it's kind of obvious that we live in a patriarchy, it's kind of obvious that, but, you know, um, I'd suspect that that word, you know, that more, the majority of the population might not have even come across that word uh, uh, before. So it's yeah. about, so for me, it's just about like, oh, wow, like, oh, damn, like, is this a what's... A lot's been going on and this is all the stuff that's been you know hiding in plain sight from me or whatever and then so it's just about kind of coming to terms with that uh and um yeah and just trying to you know, work and work through that yeah no i think that's really well put um and you can see that in the way that you um weave these all of these kind of identities and these big ideas mm. together through this like mm you know, interpersonal, your own experience um, with your own voice, which is the most integral part of the, of the whole thing. 
Mm-hmm. Um, what? Uh, how long? Like, how did you get into performance poetry? Like, what was your first experience of of spoken word? Okay, so um, I was around about 2015. I was wrapping up my first degree, um, undergraduate degree. I wasn't really happy with my degree. I wasn't really. I was. I was just. Um, I would say probably in a low mood, generally, um, and um, and I, at some point I realized you know I need to start doing more things I enjoy. So I kind of saw a friend doing spoken word, and I was like, okay, cool. I like this. Um, it just seemed like a nice vibe. Like the people seemed cool, and I was thought, oh, this is something that I could uh, something that I'd like to try. And then I just what I did had a good response um like uh um and yeah and and i've just um and i just stayed persistent with it like you know went on facebook events and like looked at what open mics were there we attended a lot of things that happened at the universities um near me um at that time and i just kept kind of and it was just a good and a different way to socialize um meeting different people and um you know having an opportunity to express yourselves did you um, go to uni in Leeds um, as well as live there, or did you go to uni somewhere else? I went to uni in Bradford, which is not far, okay. which is just down the road from Leeds. Um, uh, but then but I lived in Leeds, so I was able to attend things at, like um, Leeds University and in the community, like the Sunday practice and, uh, like I said, um, just various events all over, um, all around Zealand. And then there'd be different organisations that would come up, that would uh, pop up and like do events and... Um, so yeah, and then eventually, around 2018, we, me and me and my friend Ty, we decided to do our own events and say it with your chest. Um, and because obviously we'd been going to different exp- uh, nights at that point, we thought, oh, let's take what was um, what we've learned from all these different nights and kind of try to put, you know give opportunities for other poets. And um, so yes, and then obviously that was like a, and also one of the few kind of black led. Um, people doing poetry at that time as well so that was something that was slightly different and um and yeah and so yeah so I've just kind of um yeah like I, what I would say to anyone is that if you kind of stick to stick long enough you'll be quote-unquote good or you'll kind of you'll quote-unquote get somewhere with it so yeah I just really I just really still enjoy it and um and so yeah and I've just, um, just kept at it really so are you doing live events again now that things have opened up again? Are you? Um, yeah, 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 doing live events and not like monthly as as, as we once did because it can it can be actually quite a lot of work. It's it's just kind of do it one off events as and when trying to partner yeah. with different different organisations and and also just trying to take time between events to kind of think about okay what might we want to do different or might you want to offer. So yeah, so um, yeah, doing live events, um, uh, but all. The most recent one we did um, uh, at Open Source Arts, um, like an open mic, and um, but we also streamed it, streamed it on for free on, um, I guess on online Instagram and um, Facebook Live and other places. So keeping that oh. kind of hybrid, keeping that kind of a hybrid uh, model as well. Yeah, that's um, quite it, a that big was an conversation. Event as well. Yeah, that was an outdoor event as well. So it was like you know. Oh, that's um, good. Quite, yeah. yeah, yeah. So it was, um, accessible. Yeah, a bit more accessible. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, Nice. Yeah. yeah, I've been having some conversations with people about, you know, those hybrid events and how important mm. they are for accessibility and stuff. Mm. Mm. Um, so, uh, yeah, that sounds great. You'll have to um, share your next event with us. Yeah, um, absolutely. absolutely. So we can um, 
do some promo for it. So you're sort of based in, what's the Leeds um, local scene like there? What's the, you know, are there, what are the nights there that you really rate? Mm, yeah. So for a long time, there's been a night called the Sunday Practice. It was on uh, the first Sunday of the month, um, based at the Cellar Bar. Um, and obviously, you know, pandemic, like everything is affected. And that was, um, sorry, the Sunday Practice, that was run by, um, uh, um, uh, Rahima Mims Robinson and Khadija Ibrahim and Khadija is one of the people um, who set up Leeds Young Authors and also just a known writer and performer in her own right um, uh, with, uh, and she's gotten she gives me a quote for the Negrescence and uh, like I said artistic director of Leeds Young Authors and then Rahima's she's a talented kind of facilitator poet in her own right as well um, and um uh, so yeah, Sunday practice was a really was a big one. Um, they've again they've moved to kind of more one-off events. They've they've recently did something, even just this past weekend, uh, with the Ilkley Literature, Fest- Literature Festival. So I was there, um, uh, performed on the open mic uh, at that. Um, so Sunday practice is I don't know if it'll be back in the same way and the same venue and on a monthly thing uh, because obviously, like I said, pandemic has affected a lot of things. Uh, but that was definitely a good night. I would say um, uh, uh, my own night, uh, outspoken, outspoken, who um, outspoken, which has been running in Leeds for a while. Um, that was set, uh, that was ran for a long time or by uh, someone called Steve, Steve Clarkson, um, who um, me and my friend Ty under say it with the chest. We took over that night. Um, that was like a monthly night um, based in a um, LS6 cafe and, and in other places. Uh, and then there's been other. Then there's just loads of other people like. Um, like blur the lines in other words um uh, and just so many different um people doing nights and then there's also like more of just general open mics like where it's not just poetry uh it's like maybe it's music or comedy as well and the student societies as well like spoken word society people like that and they've been good and then there's been other societies that have come and gone and so yeah so there's a there's a decent kind of um uh there's a decent kind of spoken word scene in, in leeds and um and yeah and you kind of um and obviously in the surrounding areas as well like you know Keithley, Bradford and so on and so forth as well uh so yeah so I think um those are some of the nice around there. So you definitely recommend it to people that are thinking about getting involved? Absolutely and even oh I can forget about what's happened more recently so now there's we have a Leeds Poetry Festival you did something for that didn't you? Yeah 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 so the first one of that happened this July and that was based at Left Bank and other venues. And Left Bank's an amazing venue. Uh, so Poppy, uh, Poppy Jennings, um, she's like she's one of the people behind it. Uh, and um, and they've now they've got like a regular open mic as well, a monthly one, um, and that's like themed as well. Uh, so yeah, so actually, um, it's actually kind of it's uh, yes, yeah, so good as time as any really um, in terms of things. At least seems really kind of coming back up with like like I said, landmark things. Um, uh, Leeds uh, Literature Festival as well. They've been they've been uh, they've been really supportive as well. Uh, um, so yeah, so yeah, so there's actually like I said a, a poetry festival that's happening uh, every year now, um, and then with also like monthly things as well. So that's kind of like it'll be nice because it'll be like a monthly poetry festivals all the way up until the next one, which will be like you know I guess July next year. So yeah, so um yeah um yeah this. I think there's things happening. It is hard to kind of keep track with all the stuff. You kind of need to, um, but yeah, you know, what can you do? Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Awesome. That sounds amazing. I've never actually 
Oh, well, I've done some gigs in Leeds, but they've been mm. punk shows. Okay. Um, rather than poetry nights, but mm-hmm. um, I now I hear that um, um, there's some good people, yeah, doing some stuff, and yeah, it was really great to see you as part of the poetry festival this year. I was going to ask you, you know, what you what are you up to next? What's your what's the next thing, the next step for you in terms of poetry? Yeah. yeah so I um, I've t- one of the poems in this collection I've turned into like an audio piece of a piece of audio work. That's going to be on the BBC. Um, I got selected for the New Creatives North kind of development, talent development kind of program cool. with an arts council in the BBC, BBC Arts, I think. Um, so that will be on the BBC maybe sometime, maybe a year from now or sometime in the future. Um, things like BBC stuff can take a lot of time to come out. Um, so I can't, um, I can play that to the people at live events, but I can't like you can't listen to it anywhere yet. Um, so that's cool and then also another one of these the poems in this collection so that's love is my mission that's been turned into like a kind of audio piece um and then another one of the poems in there is um, carnival city it's like a slightly different um version of it will be made into like um i'm trying to make it into a film for um uh, the tetley um i've um, i got given a bursary by the um i got uh one and a one from from the tetley to do um to create a piece of digital work. So I'll be making a video um, uh, and, and, and we're actually working on it right, right now still. Um, so yeah, so um, some uh, poetry is kind of, me has been like the entry point into like creativity, a definitely a basis to, to for other things. Um, and um, I'm hoping to, in the future, I'm hoping to be a full-time creative in the future and also wanna explore more longer form writing, like scripts, documentaries, maybe um, uh, kind of, maybe not even novels uh, things like that really um screenwriting i think is something that i'm interested in um so yeah um yeah uh, but definitely love performing uh, love performing love reading live so kind of will always will always do some version of that i think nice yeah why not limitless be yeah. limitless i think it's good when you're creative to be limitless um so we've reached that time um, it's the end of the episode um, and I'm wondering um, how you're feeling today and um, what kind of um, if you'd like to read a poem from the collection before we go okay sure um, okay let's see um, yeah so yeah thanks for having me on this and um, no problem it's nice to have you <laughs> let's see what I've what one might be I'll, I'll read one about I'll read this one this one's about um, the library that I used to go to when I was a, when I was younger oh yeah it's, nice like this it's, one it's called Compton Road Library Compton Road Library in Hare Hills Leeds a cold old building even in summer Abdelaziz and Alia came with me by foot or bike we had to go Overstayed in the library and in Leeds, community spaces are needed. Fun and freedom is welcome. Fables, truth, well-spent youth, books and comics by the bagload. Had to pay a few fines, reading and scheming all summer. Everything goes on your record. Claiming our prize of seeds and stickers, on the PC playing games, dial-up internet days. Doom, Asterix, Haber Hotel, GTA and some Minecraft. 
in the early days of YouTube. Artemis Fowl, Alex Ryder, fun and games on the Game Boy, only a few had MP3s. Noughts and crosses thanks to Mallory. From summer days to northern nights and the northern lights in a demon days. With boys that smile and boys that cry, boys who took and boys who give. Boys who ran and boys who hid. I've always liked the boy who lived. Yeah. <laughs> I love the ending of that, that's really cute. Um, so, thank you so much for having a chat with me today. Thanks for having us. Yeah, it's been really nice to catch up with you and yeah. chat a little bit more about the book and stuff. Um, are you having a launch event soon? Yeah, I mean, obviously, you know, it's Black History Month, so with work and with just other stuff, it's been really crazy busy. Uh, but yes, I'm going to have a few launch events. I'm going to have a private like party kind of thing for like for kind of friends um at home and then I'm also going to have like um some uh, you know public kind of a launch event for it as well um yeah uh but yeah just kind of stay tuned if you follow me on Adicola Poetry on Instagram you'll be able to see what was what's what's going on with that um but yeah nice amazing can't wait to hear more about that mm -hmm. and to yeah. see you perform for the book it'll be lovely and I hope that you're um, private event goes really well as well it's always really nice to share it with friends and family I think yeah and share that achievement so yeah I hope that's um, a really nice time um, yeah. and yeah well I guess we'll catch up soon um, if you're listening at home you can get um, Negrescence from our web store or you can go direct um, what's your web store address yeah so it's adekola.bigcartel.com so a-d-e-k-o-l-a dot bigcartel.com great get it from there maybe a signed copy mm. yeah <laughs> okay well i'll let you go but it was really great to talk to you today um and best of luck with all the, the launches in the future yeah thank you take care bye Thanks.